0: Hami Media Group continues to grow to new heights because of our loyal fan base and incredible sponsors. You followed us on our affiliate Hami Media Group channels for all of our awesome shows including South Park Reviews, NFO Star Wars and the Academy Star Trek Reviews, The Horror Junkyard and all of our affiliate programming. We will continue to bring you the best in wrestling, conspiracy and alternative media. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, subscriptions Sending bits and promotion of the Hamin Media Group platform. Add both Hacker Hamin and Hamin Media Group on your iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube feeds. Thank you to the following sponsors Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil is the finest artisan Greek olive oil on the market today. It's also the perfect holiday gift. You can make your family's favorite holiday recipe and they'll say it's the best thing they've eaten all year. It's imported. It's ultra premium Greek olive oil and it's available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Again, that's ZordosOliveOil.com. Zordos Olive Oil, taste the difference for yourself. The coffee broasters at thebroasters.com. A new five-pound bag of Vince Russo bro coffee is here. Stock up before the next lockdown, bro. Thebroasters.com is the only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo bro coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro, exclusively from thebroasters.com and russobrand.com. Use the official promo code BRO five LB when you place your order, and you'll save some money, bro. At Hameen Media Group, we're all about self-improvement. Improve your mind and body with Stevie Richards Fitness. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and take control of your fitness with Stevie's resistance band programs. These programs have been set up for every level of fitness. You can also try the brand new Stevie Richards Yoga Program to make sure your flexibility and balance improve so you can feel your best. Visit stevierichardsfitness.com today and build a better you. ProWrestlingTees.com The best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers Podcasts and hosts from the Hami Media Group and Russo brand Is to get their official merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com Support all of the great Hami Media Group talent by visiting their Pro Wrestling Tee stores Such as the Greek God Papadon BWO Stevie Richards Big Sal under SEG shirts Chris Silvio the superstar himself And of course Ben Hameen Yalla Hey Infidel You want to become an official HMG operative? Well, now's your chance. Just follow us on Twitter at Hamin Media Group. Shoot us a request and we'll send you the invite link so you can join the brand new private Discord server under Hamin Media Group. You can also join us on Facebook in the Hami Media Discussion Group and interact with the entire HMG army. Play along in the Pick'em Challenges, hang out in the Watch Along threads and interact with the HMG hosts. You can also check out all of HMG's conspiracy horseman propaganda on our Instagram by following us at Hami Media Group. Like, follow, and share, or be destroyed. Once again, thank you to all of our sponsors, subscribers, followers, guests, producers, and hosts of Hameen Media Group. 2.2 million downloads for Hameen Media Group is all because of your efforts and support. Now, let's get to the main event. Space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before.
1: We're back, folks. It's not two weeks, it's one week. Because you want to know why? Because we got to drop something special for all our Star Trek fans out there because screw Star Wars, Star Wars sucks. You know, Mandalorian, that shit's overrated, okay? Seriously. The real cool kids are on CBS All Access watching Star Trek Discovery. And one of the coolest kids I know, from Weatherford, Texas, probably the the master of the lake press, the master of the thousand pound lake press, because I know he's gonna hit it this year, when he finds another local gym, other in Weatherford, Texas, my man, Captain Cisco's boy, Big Jde, Big Jde, what is going on, my friend?
2: Holy cow, what an intro, my man! triple uh, D, I couldn't. Wow, I was not expecting that. Caught off guard, You're totally. Or not. <laughs> no, I was just like, I feel like I have to return the favor, you know, a little bit. Uh, no,
1: no, it's okay, bro. They, yeah. they,
2: they, they, yeah, uh, it kind of caught me. I I'm, I'm going to come up with something for the next time for it for sure. Though.
1: I don't think I'm not going to do that. What's, I got to use good? my
2: got to use my broadcasting degree. My friend. Well, hey, hey man.
1: You got you're going to have another like you're going to have like another 2 weeks to figure that out. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, right? I know I just got to I'm going to do that. So, "Oh, man, man, how are you been, man? I know that's uh we're oh. kind of quick on the turnaround, but it's it's Wait. good." We want to yeah. make sure we're coming out um, with closest to the most recent discovery episode, so we decided to go ahead and do another one this week, real quick. Yeah. Uh, but you know, how how was your week since we've seen each other last? Uh, you know?
1: Week is it's 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 been busy. Uh, things things at the store have been uh, going nuts. Uh, uh, shorthanded, as always. You know, can't find help. Uh, you know, just that, and you know, just trying to enjoy this 70 degree weather that we were all of a sudden having here in upstate new york so playing playing a little golf uh hit play some golf today basically hit my driver was hitting like warp 9.75 with my drive today so it was good but uh yeah no everything's been good with me bro how about you how's your week been
2: Man, it has been just warp factor ten. I just, it's we got a our our, our fundraiser in online auction is Tuesday, mm-hmm. so you know I'm doing all kinds of social media stuff, getting stuff out, getting the word out. Um, you know, between Facebook and Instagram, and posting all of our auction items that we have on our online auction, uh, and uh, and all that ends on Tuesday, thankfully, but. You know, we're trying to do a Facebook Live Tuesday, um, so I've got to figure. I had to figure out how to connect my camera that we have for the agency to my computer, so we can Facebook Live it on our page, and then how to get audio situated. So I may be using the uh, old snowball microphone that you hear me using uh, as our audio
1: input. So, which you sounded fantastic. Wow, thank you. Uh, the last episode the snowball microphone, very good, works out very well. Yeah, Make your smooth and sultry tones, even more sexier.
2: Hello, ladies.
1: Yes, this is
2: for the ensigns and the lieutenants out there. <laughs>
1: more sexier than Michael Dorn's voice. So, oh,
2: oh no, no, that dude oh, has wow. a say. Oh no, 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 Warf, no
1: yeah,
2: can't stop. Worf, no, no,
1: Wharf was quite the coxman. Oh,
2: tell me Quite about the
1: it. Quite the but,
2: I was thinking about that the other day. So, you know, I was like, who who? trained? Like, Worf, you know, he was on two different series mm-hmm. and he got to hook up with Troy and Jedzia Dax. And it well, was whoa, like,
1: whoa. well, hold on. He was Troy, Jedzia Dax, and uh, the mother of Alexander. God, what was your yeah, name? Yeah. I, I, ambassador, the ambassador. Uh, the, the ambassador uh, I mean, yeah. The uh, Federation ambassador to, uh, to Kronos. Yeah. She was yeah yeah she also she also played uh shrams i think shrams like first officer in Enterprise yes. as well
2: yes yes yeah, she did she did uh-huh. so yeah no he he was quite the ladies man as well it's that voice and those ridges you know it's yeah. gonna be those ridges the ridges man The ridges. yeah maybe that's what I, the next thing i gotta do is i gotta get ridges on <laughs> <in> my head
1: <laughs> tell me about it so as i was as i was telling you before um for a little hours, I, I had a chance to dive a little bit into some Star Trek uh, beta canon as the cool kids. Ooh. like to say Ooh, Beta canon. Uh, beta canon. Was diving a little bit into some of the IDW Year 5 books and the James T. Kirk autobiography. Ooh. Uh, the, now, the IDW books, uh, the Year 5, basically – it was a big launch. I remember last year when I went to uh, Trek Hondaroga, they had the big thing. It was like, you know, they had the artwork out for it. It was phenomenal. And the stories are just, I have book one and two, which I've read, unbelievable. And you get a real look at, you know, I wish if they would have continued on with the original series, I'm sure they probably would have gone with this where, you know, you have everything you like, you have Gary seven coming back mm-hmm. uh, and ISIS. They tell a really good story with that. Uh, they also uh, dive into the Tholians, which is something that isn't really explained in the original series, even in next generation. So right, they do a good job of like showing Tholians, how they react, their language and everything, how they, mm-hmm. you know, how they communicate. Right. And also to, Year 5 also shows, you know, the crew itself and a lot of, you know, stuff where they where they pay tribute to the, the animated series. they them bringing in Lieutenant Eric's mm. and the new communications officer. So done really, really well. Mm. So, so for fans out there, go to Amazon, go to wherever you buy your Star Trek stuff, Barnes and Noble, IDW, Star Trek Year Five, Books One and Two. Guys, check it out. It's really good. And I know I know you're I, I know you love Cisco and I love Cisco too. You know, because watching any Deep Space Night and hearing Ben Cisco pontificate about the virtues of the Federation is mm-hmm. like amazing. But I had a chance to read the autobiography of probably of Starfleet's greatest captain, James Tiberius Kirk.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, you can't argue. I mean, that's like yeah. yesterday, there was a, a Star Trek marathon on Comet TV, and I was just really, I wasn't in, was in front. They were showing all the movies. They showed, okay. by the time I got on, it was Star Trek 4. Oh, and then Star Trek 4. Yeah, I love Star Trek 4. Then it was Generations. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it was, I think they ended the night with Nemesis.
1: Nemesis.
2: So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Nemesis was, yeah, you know, but.
1: I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised they didn't show Star Trek 6, which, which is, like, one of the greatest Star Trek movies ever.
2: Oh, well, they did show, they didn't show that. They did show, no, it was First Contact, then Nemesis.
1: Okay. So it
2: went, it went uh, four, then it went the Generations, then it went First Contact, <laughs> and then it went Nemesis. So um, I didn't get to see what the, cause that was when I turned it on and I was like, Oh, Hey, all right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna watch. All Apparently right. they're doing that for the entire month, which kind of leads me to, we should probably get into the news. Cause we're tying in some of the stuff that's in our news articles. So bulletin. let's go to the ship's bulletin. If we'll, uh, everybody will hold fast. All right, so that kind of to tie into what you were talking about with IDW um, and and the publishing and all that, um, CBS and Paramount, Amazon and IDW are teaming up for a month long Star Trek promotion starting uh, started at the beginning of the month for the month of November. Fans will receive three free digital Star Trek comics from IDW publishing through Amazon's Comixology when they spend $25 or more on select Star Trek products on Amazon.com. So if you go to Amazon.com. I'm going to Amazon right now, okay?
1: There you go. News.
2: Yeah, and if you don't have Comixology, it's a great app because you can have all your digital comics right there. You can store everything. It's great. I love Comixology. And then you get three free Star Trek comics on top of that for spending $25. So so Triple D for the month of November. What is on your wish list for November uh, to purchase for to get the, the free comics for the 25 bucks or more?
1: I probably have to say, I probably have to get some, uh, some uh, next gen books because I already got the year five books. So I know uh, Next Gen IEW did some really good stuff with Next Generation, uh, Terra Incognita. They did a lot of mirror universe stuff, which is really good because it's funny to see an evil. Reginald Barclay and an evil Picard, yeah. So they they have that, and I know, and I know, I know we have some uh, X Men fans out there. Star Trek and X Men did a really good co op where they did a uh, fifty two page comic uh, special where it showed you know them coming together after Star Trek Nemesis, and then they released a book afterwards, like like a three hundred page novel. Of X Men and Star Trek coming together to basically, you know, see what the heck was going on in the Star Trek universe. There mm-hmm. was something going on where on this one planet, people were mutating, and they didn't know what was going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, when people are mutating, who do you got to bring in? The X Men. Because- who are you gonna
2: call? The X Men.
1: The X Men because they're mutants. Yeah. So, but that is something else. So, guys, so. Go to Comicsology, guys. Spend the $25. Get the three free Star Trek comics. And yeah. as you can see, where, where, where are all these Star Wars comics at? Oh, because <laughs> they ain't got any because they're not in with the cool kids. That's right. right. Exactly. That's
2: right. Yeah, and I mean, they, there's lots of good stuff. The the mirror mirror stuff, the Green Lantern Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, I think you know, now you and I talked about there's at least four crossovers, oh God, yeah. uh, Transformers and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's a ton. So if there's something that you're fancy the Star Trek, go to Amazon.com. Make those purchases twenty five dollars or more, and that gets you those free comics that you can you can uh, get that Comicsology app. Oh yeah, um, it's free. It's a free app, and it ties directly with your Amazon account. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get that, um, and make sure you're you're getting your free Star Trek stuff. I mean, yeah. you know why not? So um, then that uh, the next part to kind of go into that in January of twenty twenty one IDW is going to release. Um, the two next parts of the Star Trek comics: Star Trek Voyager uh, Seven's Reckoning, number three, and oh. Star Trek Year Five, number nineteen. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you haven't been reading the comics, they, they these are extensions of the story. So obviously, the Year Five is following Year Five of Star mm-hmm. Trek: The Original Series, um, and then the Seven's Reckoning is a is Voyager's kind of continuing seven story a little bit. Um, so in reckoning number three, um, you know, basically seven as nine. There's a big war has popped out. Seven mm-hmm. or nine has chosen her side, but even with her help, victory's not assured. And what will it make uh, mean for her place on the crew of the Voyager when the dust is finally settled? So mm-hmm. you've got that one coming um these are the individual comics i know triple d you like to hold off for the graphic novels yeah Um, that's yeah i mean some people like to collect the individuals some like you know it's whatever your flavor these are the individual comics Uh, but if you've been reading these they're coming out january 2021 i know idw's publishing has been a little different as far as when the because of covid and everything yeah exactly yeah you know they've been coming out differently mm-hmm. um and so but then they're they're saying these are coming out in then year five number 19 a pandemic raging a pandemic is raging across alpha centauri hmm do we maybe have mm-hmm. um you know planting some seeds here i don't know this is maybe for the conspiracy horsemen. Conspiracy
1: horsemen. Yes, well, uh, I mean powerful, only two of the conspiracy horsemen would uh entertain that. Well, you know, a powerful mm-hmm.
2: enemy aboard the Enterprise with it with death lurking around every corner, of the crew will face down one of their greatest challenges yet in the shocking conclusion to this episode. So you've got it's a 32 page issue both both oh, wow. um yeah so it's going to be wow. um 3.99 for that wow. 32 page issue mm-hmm. um and Seven's reckoning will also be 32 pages um Man. so you know uh um, you know so there is that aspect of it so 32 that's pages for 3.99 good. that's pretty good deal um, good. you know so um so, Triple D, how do you feel about these um, you know, uh individual comics that extend the story further?
1: I love it. See, I'm a huge fan of beta canon because I get, you know, everyone, you know, it's it's been a big debate about canon, you know, what's canon, what's canon, what's canon. To me, the beta canon is so much more interesting because they're able to tell more in-depth stories like with the James D. Kirk autobiography that is beta canon they tie in so many loose ends with the episodes of the original series with you know the reason why Janice Rand left after you know season you know season two of the original series they or season one they show why she left and you know it ties back into when Kirk got separated into evil Kirk and a good Kirk I love that stuff. Even with Next Generation, where they tell the stories of when, you know, Tasha Yara was still the security officer and how her and Data kind of, you know, chicken bow wow, you know, got it on a little bit. But, you know, that to me, that's that's interesting stuff. And that helps tie into, you know, what you're watching on TV, because mm-hmm. they can't tell those in-depth stories all the time on TV because they only have so much more, so much time. That's why. I love this stuff, and I swear to God, I hope they keep on doing this for years and years and years to come because this is only going to get better. So,
2: yeah, I totally agree. It is, um, you know, it only helps expand the story, it only mm-hmm. helps make it better. Um, and so, uh, then uh, to kind of, kind of tie into this, uh, uh, there are going to be three new action figures from Mego. Now, I've never heard of Mego as far as hmm. uh, a company goes. But yeah. they apparently have the contract for Star Trek Discovery in their action figures. The oh. first three will be oh. uh, okay. Apparently, He's a fan favorite. And so his action figure will be available at local Walmarts to be followed a little while later by other retailers. The second and third figures will be Michael Burnham and Christopher Pike. These action oh. figures will deb- debut the first quarter of 2021. Triple oh. D. Star Trek action figures. I can't remember the last time I've seen a Star Trek Action Figure. Um what how how fast are you gonna be at your Walmart to buy the first ones when they hit?
1: Extremely fast. I I mean I don't collect action figures anymore, but I bought some next generation. One, so and I bought them, they're still the packaging. I'm like, ooh, they look so nice. I miss... I miss the action figure, so I will be first in line to get the Discovery action figures because I'm sure this company is going to do an unbelievable job with the Star Trek action figures. And I'm not going to lie, that is one thing that's been lacking in with Star Trek's with the, with with the whole franchise. They never had a good toy company to manufacture the toys. Even back yeah. in the '60s, I watched the toys that made us. That's a good series on Netflix, and I watched Star Trek, and I'm just looking at I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. They had a multi-billion dollar franchise, and they, and I think it was Remco that first had it. Remco fucked it up. Remco totally fucked yeah. it up. Yeah. With, like, the stupid, you know, helmet with the light on it. I mean, I'm looking, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They released that shit to the fucking people, and the people actually bought it? And, um, but obviously... When Playmates took it over for Next Generation, Playmates did an unbelievable job mm-hmm. constructing with the toys. They had the Board Cube, the Enterprise, and everything. Did a really good job with that. And from what I've seen, the Star Trek toys have gotten so much better. And these Discovery toys are going to come out, and it's going—they're going to go like fucking hotcakes. I think so.
2: Yeah, I, I would think so. Um, I think they're going to be on that same level as the uh, uh, AEW figures. You know, it's oh, going yeah. to go fast, oh, um, especially because you don't see a ton of them. It's very rare uh, that you, you see them. So I think it's just going to be just super off the shelves quick. So yeah. um, especially because, you know, toys nowadays, they're not for kids. They're for collectors. Yeah. And so uh, it'll be definitely an interesting aspect for it. Um, as they go forward, I think. Um, but like you said, hopefully this company Mego does the right thing by everybody and makes some really good figures. Because oh yeah, it, it's if they don't, it's gonna and uh, Ooh,
1: yeah, they're gonna blame me. Yeah, they're gonna know. <laughs> they're definitely gonna know. You know, so because. Yeah. You know, because the fans will definitely let you know what they think. So,
2: oh, yeah, Star Trek fans definitely. So oh, yeah. yeah. All
1: right, so our next
2: uh, bit of news. Researchers at Leiden University in the Netherlands have been working on artificial micro swimmers, which are objects comparable to the size of bacteria and typically uh, 1 to 10, like, really small microscopic type mm-hmm. things. And they can propel those, themselves through liquid. Now they've developed these with different shapes and everything. Um, they happen to develop one that looks exactly like the USS Voyager triple D Uh triple D. We've got Uh a microscopic micro swimmer that looks like Voyager that moves through liquid. Oh my God. Made by scientists. Um, give us your thoughts. Come on, go ahead. Give me, give Uh, me.
1: Take my money now. Just take my money now. Uh, Obviously, these scientists know what uh, good micro swimmer uh, shapes are, and it is the shape of USS Voyager. <laughs> so there you go. They didn't make a Millennium fucking Falcon. They didn't make a Death fucking Star. They made Voyager.
0: Yeah. Boom. Yeah, there you go. That's
1: all. That's all. Yeah. And if, if you look at it, if you look at science and everything else, Science is mirrored more with Star Trek than Star Wars. You know, these whole – everyone's talking about, like, you know, these nanoprobes and everything else. Mm-hmm. Fucking Borg had them 20 years ago, for God's yep. sake. bro. come on. Yep. iPads, everything. Star Trek has led the technological revolution for the last 20 years here in the world. Yep. Now, is it a good thing? Uh, that's up to debate. You know, people can debate that yes or no. But Star Trek has inspired people to do that. Yeah, yeah. What has Star Wars done? <laughs> Zero, yeah.
2: nothing. Well, you have to admit, though, there isn't as much science in Star Star Wars as there is in Star Trek. Star Trek is no. based on science. It, it is based on science. They have scientists and physicists who are on set to help make sure that the science is at least plausible in yeah. the things they do. Whereas star Wars uses a little bit more mysticism and um, a little less, you know, scientific mm-hmm. um, accuracy on their things. So um, to quote epic rap battles of history um, when they had teenage meeting the first of the Italian Renaissance uh, masters, <laughs> you know, we have the science and we have the mathematics. So, you know, that's that's what we can claim about Star that's Trek. Awesome. But it's just it's incredible how Star Trek continues to lead the way in scientific discovery. You know, the fact that these scientists made this this thing. I don't think you can you're ever going to be by it. It's just a kind of a thing. I don't know what they're going to do yeah. with it. But <clears throat> the idea that they took this thing And they made it into the USS Voyager. I mean, if you see a picture of it, it's crazy. It's like you've got, you could see the little shuttle bay in the back. It's got the two nacelles. It's got the shape and everything. It is so trippy to watch this thing and to see it move a little bit. And it's just, it's just totally creepy and weird, but it's like (laughs) only Star Trek fans would do something like that. You know, it's it's totally cool. And so it just reminds me how, um, how influential that, you know, Star Trek is to Mm -hmm. pop culture. You know, really, everybody talks about how, you know, Star Wars is integral to pop culture. Star Trek is too, but also not to pop culture, but to science discovery. Mm -hmm. You know, we wouldn't be able to do some of the things we have or create some of the things we have because of Star Trek. You know, I think you and I talked about that when we first talked is, Mm -hmm. you know, the reason they had the Motorola flip phone, they called it the Star Tech phone because it would look Mm -hmm. like the communicator. Uh, exactly. you know, there's, there's those those aspects of it the pads, you know, that we have iPads now, the Zoom meetings and screens that we can watch on all that kind of stuff, so you yeah. know, uh, Star Trek just continues to be the basis for scientific discovery and foundations to push mm-hmm. ourselves to be that thing that we thought was fiction, but we're showing more and more its reality <laughs> um, and, and uh, like you said it's not necessarily always a good thing no. but it's still cool that we can we can go. You know what? I saw that, but maybe that can make that real. Somebody saw Star exactly. Trek and said, "Hey, maybe I can make that real." And so that's the fun part about Star Trek is it is inspiring people to do mm-hmm. things. Like uh, I did, I did happen to catch. I did. I know we didn't. We missed this one, but somebody made a real tricorder that really? works. Yes, they had. There has been a like a million dollar contest wow. going on for like last ten years. For someone to make a real tricorder and someone did it. Someone you did it. it just no, it can't. I saw the news article, I think, right before we oh kicked off. I was flipping somewhere and I saw the thing about it. So I'm gonna put that in the news for next week and look at, it. yeah, it continues to be scientific discovery. Wow. So yeah, all right. So our last thing before we get into discovery episodes three and four, uh there's now a new push that's gaining momentum. And I'm, I'm hoping it's because of the Janeway statue in Bloomington, Indiana, but uh, there's a new push, uh, gaining momentum for a statue to be built in tribute to Leonard Nimoy in his hometown of Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy. uh, This is for Leonard Nimoy in, in, in his, and he's from Boston and he, it is, I've seen the mock-ups of it. It's very cool. It's a nice hand doing the Vulcan salute. Um, Very cool statue. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that. I can do both hands. Most people. Are like, oh,
1: oh, oh.
2: Well, that was probably inappropriate. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Yeah, it was. Anyway, so, you know, but that, so Triple D, um, Leonard Nimoy, mm-hmm. statue in Boston. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. Hell yeah, you should. You know, Leonard Nimoy is a person that's um, number one. Inspired so many people to become an actor, to become a scientist because of who he played as Spock. Spock did inspire a lot of people to study science because people did love Spock. And he was such an influential character in science and science fiction. He also became very influential against uh, smoking because he was such a smoker for such a long time. And then he stopped. And then he became an out, became an outspoken uh, advocate against smoking, and he was able to help, you know, get people to stop smoking. And he's done so much as a person that he should get a statue. Yeah, a- along with Janeway and shit. Put one in fucking Iowa of of Kirk and Shatner. Put it, put one on Iowa. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Why not?
2: Why not? It's a good state. Yeah, need to go there. Shout out to Jargo who lives in Iowa. Um, my man Jargo. My Jargo doing that trip. You know, doing that uh, New Japan
1: podcast. New New you know, Japan wrong style bullshit. Okay, I love it. Style. Don't,
2: don't give me that bullshit. Yeah,
1: wrong so, style.
2: So you know, but that's the whole part about it is that um, you know I think I think if you this one I think. Not that last week's was not appropriate, but I feel like this one is more meaningful it than is. last week's. Like last week's is cool, but to me this one's meaningful cuz Leonard like you said Leonard Nimoy was more than just Spock. Yeah, he And was. the things he did outside of Star Trek um made such an impact. Um I I feel like something like this is deserving. You know, something like Shatner when you look at him, you look at his career, but you look at his philanthropy outside of mm-hmm. um what he's done as far as outside of Star Trek, you know, he has been a a model human, you know, and so uh, I don't, I don't think those are stretches to have something like that, to Mm -hmm. honor the memory of those people. So um, to me, these are a little bit more significant um, and, uh, and I think a little bit more meaningful in that aspect of it. And Mm so with that, we're going to transition from the news to our main event for the night, which is Discovery episodes three and four. So let's head and get into them. All right, so Discovery episode three. Um, it's the people of Earth. So Discovery, <laughs> you know, finds Burnham. They Nothing. get back together. They're all excited. Yes, they, they are. They have their everything. Uh, Burnham kind of gives them the heads up on the burn um, and kind of gets everything going on there. Spoiler
0: um,
2: And, you know, I, the one thing that I really liked in the beginning of this, we see book ship and how it kind of like morphs to fit into the shuttle bay you know mm-hmm. that was kind of cool i did not expect that yeah you know how it's like a a morphing ship you know that that to me was <laughs> kind of cool that he, he yeah. could go and kind of make it fit into discovery's you know bay a little bit and so um you know it, it was just a a really good episode that, you know we finally get to see discovery mm-hmm. and and Burnham together, you know, that um, even though it's only been two episodes with COVID and the whole distance in last season, it's felt like a long time. And in in the show, it's a year. So we know it's been a long time for them. And to come together after a year, I don't know if you've ever not seen anybody for a long time and then come back together, you know, and like I felt like it was almost genuine that moment like it's as if they hadn't seen each other
1: for that extent oh yeah definitely i mean when they got to me when i watched the first two episodes of discovery and i was like okay when are they going to get back together again because it had been so long and when they did get back together again there was such an emotional release we're like yes they're back together again And it was good to see, you know, the relationship with everybody. Mm -hmm. But also, too, you've seen that Burnham isn't used to, you know, going back to that where she's been basically doing it with Book by herself for over a year. To go back with a crew and have a captain and taking orders, it's all new to her, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's trying to get used to it. Mm-hmm. and you see that dynamic between her and Saru and and she obviously respects Saru mm-hmm. but as you see in the episode Burnham wants to do what Burnham wants to do because she's been doing that for over a year with her mm-hmm. and Buck so
2: yeah yeah you know of course the the captain issue gets addressed and Saru is officially the captain yep. her and Saru have that You know, and um, it it was that kind of idea, the same idea is that Burnham is different now. She has been doing her, you know, she's been doing her thing for a year. She's almost kind of, she's kind of the first officer, but the way, the way I uh, describe it is like a rogue first officer, she's kind of going to do her thing, but still is kind of a part of Discovery, but, you know, she's going to do her own thing. She kind
1: of reminds me of like, of like Kirk, of like how Kirk would go rogue sometimes and Kirk would Mm -hmm. do what Kirk wants to do, so she kind of has a little bit of like Kirk in her, you know, where the first two seasons she was more like Spock. And then now she's more like Kirk where she's more of a renegade, which I like, you know, I right. I, I like that change in her, you know. So, yeah. but, you know, and as we said before, you know, we see this episode where they eventually reach Earth. And lo and behold, I'm sure you were surprised <laughs> the greeting that Earth had for them. So yeah. how did Earth greet uh the USS discovery it, exactly he told him to go fuck off <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: yeah which i mean you know we, we do see you know um discovery decides to use the spore drive and not mm-hmm. the dilithium uh yes. to get to earth you know so um they feel that it's a more stable and, and safer way to travel and to protect yeah. the dilithium uh for that aspect so they jump to earth which has book kind of impressed you know he's like oh okay all right it looks like an ancient ship but you know In that secret classified technology that nobody knew ever existed, Mm -hmm. you know, the only ship in existence that has the spore drive, uh Discovery disco just discos right on into Earth. And of course, Earth shits a brick because all of a sudden you know they pop up out of nowhere and they're like, Hey, we're here. And Earth is like, Hey, you know, get out of here. We don't want you. Yeah, she just, you know, so Triple D, how'd you feel when we hear? The uh, slightly familiar phrase of the United Earth Defense
1: Force, you know, that has sounded familiar before. Uh, I was surprised because I thought maybe, well, we all knew that Starfleet was, you know, kind of operating in the shadows, that it wasn't as it should be. But I was surprised to see Earth take such a stand against a Starfleet vessel as Discovery. Really surprised to see that because. There are people from Earth on that ship, citizens of Earth, that should have been given their proper due respect, and they weren't. Actually, the United Earth Federation, they boarded their ship, and they checked their ship. Yeah. Because in this era, as we said before, you have raiders of the lithium. People are raiding ships to get the lithium, and Discovery had a lot of the lithium on board. Yep. Yep. And it brought the attention of certain raiders that have been raiding Earth for the lithium. These raiders have been basically battling Earth for a number of years, and the blood and the battles have been bloody, and they have been, you know, costly to both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so obviously it attracts the Raiders. Now, to eventually catch the Raiders. This is where Burnham and Book go out on their own, correct?
2: Yeah, no, they do. Um, I mean, they because they what they originally did was they put all of Discovery's to uh, lithium into books, yep. ship to kind of protect it, keep it under guard, um, so that they could pass inspection um, with the Earth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I guess commander or whatever. Yeah. Now, uh, before we get any further, what do you think of the ship designs here of the Raider ships and the Earth ships? That or uh,
1: I I really wasn't all that impressed with them. Yeah, I was I was more impressed with Book Ship, right? You know, and and obviously I love Discovery, so I just anytime you have a chance to see Discovery in action, it's just
2: yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of here for the ship battles, to be honest with you. I love the ships and the ship designs and the battles, and I was fairly underwhelmed by the Earth, Big uh, but you know, you have to think about it too all these people are starting from scratch. There's very little dilithium left. They're having to just scrap and build probably whatever they can to Mm. get together. These ships they are not looking, they're just looking for functional earths. Exactly. don't need to go to war. They just need to function. They need to protect the planet. Yeah. And that's it. You know, so uh, I can understand some of these aspects of their ship designs. And, and of course, when we find out later um, the Raider ships, why they're designed the way they are. So, um, but I did like, you know, kind of that interaction you know you have this person you know and you find out that uh was it 10 or 12 years ago starfleet left earth
0: Mm because
2: they felt like starfleet was being targeted at earth and earth wanted protection so they're like well we're gonna leave to protect you Mm -hmm. Um, and and that was a pretty kind of shocking revelation to everybody on on the ship because because It's for so long, the Federation and Starfleet were synonymous with Earth. And Mm -hmm. it's like they're gone now and they're they're out. The good news is they're out there somewhere. Yeah. Bad news is they're not on Earth. They don't know where they know that they've got to do something to find, you know, Earth. And they're going to find that out at the end of this Mm -hmm. this episode. But that's kind of the big secret is where's the Federation? They're not on Earth. What are we doing now? And so then we have. Burnham and Book doing their uh, kind of dosi do two step to <laughs> figure out how to solve the problem. They kind of exactly. go rogue. Burnham does her thing. She gets in book ship. They do a thing, and and then what they end up doing is grabbing the leader. Win this guy who looks robotic, you know, kind of insect. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's probably, probably Zindi or something. Yeah,
2: I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm interested to see this, like what kind of alien or creature he is. And, um, you know, then they pop him in. And so you've got the leader from Earth and you've got um, you got him in the same room with Saru because they're going to talk. And... Um, Giorgio you know, is is there as well. Giorgio is there as well cuz Giorgio,
1: George straight gangster man. Yeah, she's dude. the fucking best. Yeah.
2: yeah. she's so,
1: the fucking best.
2: You know, and so she just, you know, does her thing, uh it's and and so they get to the talking and they take off the helmet and she Giorgio kicks the helmet off the guy's yeah, head. Yeah, she does. Yeah, <laughs> and so and you find out it's he he's a human, you know. it's human and uh it the uh, Christopher Heyerdahl is his name. I, if you recognize him, he played a lot on Stargate SG-1. He was a Wraith. Okay. He played as a human. Um, He's done a lot of uh ad character work. He, he's done some stuff for Star Trek as well. So he usually plays an alien. He's usually kind of the Doug Jones of Star Trek as well. He'll play an alien. So I found it very cool that they went this route because he normally plays like an alien-type figure, and the fact that he isn't, that he's a human, Um, But the way they made him look so gaunt and Mm so, you know, haggard, um, because we find out that he's from one of Earth's colonies. Yeah. You know, and that they've been asking for help. And the colony, the Earth thought the colony was destroyed.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And um, they were like, no, we've been here. We needed help. And y'all just told us to F off. And so um, then you find out through that talk and, and everything like that, that they figure out, okay, yeah, maybe we can help each other, you know? Um, And so it was very interesting to see Saru uphold the whole point. Saru was trying to uphold Starfleet morals the whole Mm -hmm. time, you know, no, we're not, we don't fire first. You know, he protected, you know, Burnham and everything like that when they got fired upon. And, you know, this is not what we do. He brought them into the room and they talked and he made it work to show that, you know, sometimes you don't have to kick the crap out of people to make stuff happen. So, you know, it's very interesting to watch all that work and to see, you know, because that's such a Star Trek thing, you know, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. of course, you know, um, you know, so we find out um, another big thing is the person who came with the captain. Um, she they had another inspector with her. Her name was help me say it again is Adria, right? Adria, Adira. Yeah. Never see, you know.
1: Yeah. And and Adira. You know, she had knowledge mm-hmm. of Discovery, so she was able to go through and able to do some stuff with Discovery, mm-hmm. and that surprised the hell out of Stamets. And Stamets eventually, it's like, "How do you have all this knowledge?" Yeah, yeah. And we, and I know it was you that sabotaged the ship a little bit. And then at the end, she wants to stay with Discovery, and she's granted that mm-hmm. because. She knows where the Starfleet Admiral is that sent out the uh, signal to Discovery. The signal originally came from Earth. That's what Discovery went to Earth, first of all, was to find this Admiral. But this, so this Admiral knows where Starfleet is. Come to find out, this Admiral was. What was this Admiral, John? Admiral was a trill. Trill. And so, but is Adira, is she a host? Is she from Trill? No. She's She's, human. She's human. And we all know every time a symbiote has gone to, has been to a human, it kills a human, correct?
2: In theory, that's what we had. Riker, Riker, um, I was in, to, I was in, in next Riker, generation, yeah. that's what yeah. we saw. Um, and humans could be ho- used to host for a emergency period of time, mm-hmm. but not for an extended period of time. There was never a yeah. bonding with humans, mm-hmm. and so um, that so the canon is that it will either kill the it'll kill the human and yeah. the host um, in theory.
1: Yeah, and and Nadir has been carrying the symbiote for a number of years. And she's been doing it no problem. So right. that's how we end episode three. Had right. a cliffhanger. So right,
2: but you know the thing we do know, we do know that um, you know she is human. She has. a We also know that she can't talk to the to the trill. No, that she can't access communi- You know, and communicate with the trill mm-hmm. like. Um. Like she had, like like a trill could, um, and so we're kind of figuring that out. Um, and of course, there was there was the final scene. I did like the final scene at the end where some of the humans, um, the bridge crew, went to. Oh see yeah, it. So mm-hmm. they went and saw the tree that everybody had worked in you know, or been under, and they were hugging it and stuff. And then they zoom out, and yeah, that was kind of a cool shot. That of, was nice, yeah. You know, to to do that. Um, you know, I, I just really thought it was a really good episode. A great episode, great thing. Um, the, uh, just everything they did just made it feel really good. Um, you know, the interesting thing is, um, I think if I remember correctly, it's either episode three or episode four, um, is exactly 29. If you watched it on the day that it came out is exactly 29 years. From the day that Gene Roddenberry died, really? So yeah, Um, you know. uh, So the you know, and then there was, um, so you had Adira. She was introduced as a non-binary character. I don't know what that means. It means, I guess that you're neither he nor she. And and it was announced
1: that whatever.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but it's not. They're like, oh, it's a. I was like, no. There was that whole episode with Riker that they went to that planet and they had, they were non-binary people, but he liked that one. And she, I end up identifying as female. Yeah. And that was my phone like, her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then we see that Saru still has the captain, Georgi- uh, Giorgio's uh, telescope from the Shinju, mm. uh, which Burnham gave him in season one. Uh, you know, there's been just some great way stuff. Uh, yeah. In there um and you know did you notice that the earth defense force ships use quantum torpedoes yes hmm. so we still have those around so yeah uh, yeah you know, that that's that's interesting that we're here a mm-hmm. thousand years into the future and quantum torpedoes are still the torpedo of choice
1: yes. for the earth defense Force. so uh, what, you know, what i'm wondering is are they gonna are, are we gonna see what happened to the board when we see what the romulus the klingons hmm.
2: That's an interesting question. You know, because what, because what
1: that, that because, that's, because that's what because that's what I'm wondering. I wonder if they're going to tie any of that stuff in.
2: I would be interested to see if they would.
1: Yeah. So you know, I can see when we talked about like how they're going to have it continue on for ten more years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that you know that they can tie in. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, you know, they can just build and build and build. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe once they're done with the Federation, maybe they go find out what happened to the Klingons, yeah. to the Romulans, stuff like mm-hmm. that, the Alpha Quadrant, all that fun stuff, Beta Quadrant. Mm-hmm. All right, so that gets us through episode three. Now, episode four, forget me not. You know, which was uh, definitely another interesting. Uh, I mean, almost emotional episode really very Uh, very emotional um i liked um colbert in this man so good you know um not that he's been a throwaway character or kind of a as you know a behind the scenes character but um man he just really shined in this episode i thought anyway where you know they show him walking through the ship and trying to connect with people and he sees the connections and sees the different things. You know, know,
1: to me, this episode for the doc remind me a lot of McCoy. Mm. Basically they're making him into the Dr. McCoy where he is, where him and Saru are forming a relationship. Like how McCoy and Kirk formed a relationship. And I love, I liked, I liked Doc's Claiborne character before. And when they killed him off, I was like, why did you do that to that character? He's such a great character. He has so much, like so much you can build upon. And the way that that he did this episode, and especially him, you know, helping out Saru and stuff, it was Mm -hmm. unbelievable. I loved it. And by the way, when they had the dinner in the, the cabin, yeah. Shit broke down. Everyone's leaving. And JoJo's like, well, at least the wine is good. <laughs> Dude, I pop so fucking hard for that.
2: Yeah, like, this is like <laughs> her Thanksgiving dinner. Like this is yeah. Yeah. loving it. That, was, it. that was the thing. It was so relatable. It was like it was you could see that being anybody's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. which, you
1: know, oh, right road, yeah. you know?
2: So, um, how many people's Thanksgiving dinners have ended up like that?
1: They're gonna, it's gonna be a lot with that now. With the, after the election, oh my god! Oh, geez. Oh, Jesus Christ! we forgot go politics. That's it. Uh, fucking mashed potatoes, and the turkey's gonna go fucking flying, brother.
2: <laughs> I'll give you a leg. I'll give you a leg, motherfucker. Yeah. I'll give you a leg, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we see discovery. I think I think the whole idea of you know I, Culber's line where he says, "I've been lost." and then I, I then i was just surviving but surviving can be living too yeah. you know um was such a great line because he called back to you know, him being separated and then finding him and you know he was kind of like that zen master to kind of mm-hmm. show that hey we need to build connections these people have lost everything and they're feeling abandoned even though they're on the ship they need to feel connection and you know he leaves the root of that and you so they they get to Adria. They figure out how to connect. They need to connect her with that Trill symbiote. And they get the idea, well, let's go to Trill.
1: Well, yeah, why not? I mean, why not? she's
2: a where, Trill. That's where,
1: where symbiote's Trill. come from, Trill. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know.
2: And so and then um, he says Burnham needs to go with her. And so, um, you know, so they go to Trill and they fly in there and it looks cool. You know, oh yeah, it really does. Even though they're not part of the federation, they are welcoming um, to people from Starfleet and people of Earth. It, compared to last week, where people of Earth were like, "Get the hell out of here," they're like, "Oh hey, how are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yeah. Bonner. Bonner. Yeah. Right, yeah. but they're like, "Okay, um, you guys gonna send me? Great. We're look. You know, you know, we've mm-hmm. lost a lot." Uh, <laughs> you know and like it's like like uh it, we begin to see the cracks in it because like oh my god there's a human gross and they're like wanting to kill adria yeah. take it out so that they can put it in a viable host because mm-hmm. you know they ask her like what's your name and she's like adria was like but mm-hmm. the rest of them and she's like i don't know and like you know shit's ready to get to hit the fan real quick all of a sudden mm-hmm. uh, people are mad um there's an attempted assassination on her Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a whole thing, you know. And so, um then at at, at one point we know that Burnham and Adger are making their way to the pools of Makala, um yeah. so that she can try to maybe connect with the trill, um and they try to get jumped like, and Burnham saves the day and then the one guy, um uh he was in the red robe I think it was. Uh yeah. you know, tried to help her.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Guardian Z, I think is what it is.
1: Guardian Z, yeah. yeah. He he knew, you know, he's like, listen. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't agree with what the rest, what everyone else is saying here. Because you have a symbiote and the symbiote has been with you. You've protected it. Let's give it a try. And obviously, Adira wants to give it a try because she wants to help out Discovery. Right. And he took a big risk with it. And eventually, you know, when Adira connects, you know, when 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 Adira is down in there and she dives down, mm-hmm. how she got the symbiote is because her boyfriend.
2: I don't know, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, that was a beautiful scene. You know, the whole oh, was,
1: yeah, really visually just the yeah, whole yeah the tentacles
2: and yeah. how she gets it. Yeah. Her, mm-hmm. I don't know, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how she ends up, you know, they were on a legacy ship like discovery was. Yes. And, um, you know, if, you know, I think because of the burn, there was a situation. And so a robot says she's going to die, but we can put the symbiote in you mm-hmm. and you can live. Mm-hmm. And, which I apparently she didn't remember that is from no. I guess because of the well, trauma.
1: She did, but she put it. I mean, obviously, she buried it yeah. in the back of her mind. Yeah. And when they're trying to bring up those memories to try to jog it back, she didn't want to do it. But the minute she lived through it, and Burnham was there to help her get through it, right? Then all the rest of the hosts appeared. Mm-hmm. which is uh, a cool
2: shot. That oh was my
1: God. That cool. was, they, they look like they
2: were there, but a little bit ethereal, they all step out and they're just mm-hmm. standing there. And then of course her boyfriend or whatever steps out from behind the guy we assume is the, the, admiral. Admiral. the admiral, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, so, um, you know, she's, she's able to know her host names. Uh, she's able to connect back with, uh, I mean, her her lover, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Um, But that was such a cool shot. It
1: was a great shot.
2: Stepping out from the ethereal and just kind of they're there. And it was Mm -hmm. just really cool. Just very. Whoever shot this episode did a great job. Especially with those scenes and, um, you know, uh, the whole Mm -hmm. connection and and, and everything. Um, Because here's the thing. You have to visually show it. Um, but you had to do it in such a way where it resonated the emotion of the moment. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you didn't do it right, you were going to screw it up and they did exactly. it.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. They did a Great and, job. And, and here's the thing I got to say about discovery. Now, no matter like what you believe in, love is love at the end of season two, when Stamets and Claiborne, you know, when they eventually, when Claiborne recognized, him and Stamets were lovers that scene at the end where he put Stamets into the coma, I cried mm-hmm. because the emotion of love and rediscovering that love was unbelievable when Adira and her lover, when they reconnect like that again and they see the love like that, to me, that is very emotional mm-hmm. now, now, mind you, some people may not agree with this whole non-binary this gay, but, but love is love love is love and the way they tell that story to me is just unbelievable, and it tugs at your heart, It tugs at emotion, and they do it so well, and they've done yeah. it so well throughout the history of Star Trek, you know. And I commend them for that. Right. So, to the fans out there that that get all crazy because they see somebody with blue hair, and it's not not masculine and feminine they're not defined, guys listen don't think how you would think just watch it and just take part in the emotion Mm -hmm. and the love that they share because that's how you should look at it
2: yeah and i mean remember star trek is a a a trailblazer when it comes to Mm -hmm. things like relationships that are considered not normal you know the first interracial kiss Back in the 60s between Kirk
1: and Uhura. The yeah. first girl on girl kiss was in Deep Space Nine.
2: Exactly. Jedzia and her former other host, like, oh, lover, you know.
1: Man, let me tell you something. Two tans. <laughs> tans kissing. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for that.
2: Yeah, I'm okay. Day with- of the week. Yeah. That's, but I mean, the true. way it was done, it wasn't done in a tawdry way. It was no. so like you well. see it the whole time they're trying not to, mm-hmm. you know, get back, fall back into that pattern of, you know, that ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. That, you know, didn't necessarily end because, you know, it was a bad thing. It just, you know, things moved on and you get mm-hmm. back together and the thing is yeah. right. And you're just kind of, you know, but every kind of relationship, uh, Klingon and a Trill, you know, mm-hmm. I mean all kinds of stuff we, we yeah. see these things and yeah. um the thing that that they do is it they make it to where it's not about the fact that it's so scandalous it's about just the fact that it's in it's a good relationship it's, and love. That's it. it's love it's love, and that's, it's love. That's, that's, that's all there is to it mm-hmm. is, you know, that there's the aspect of it. Star Trek really does relationships very well. Does, um, yeah. Whatever the style of relationship it is, the re- it's, it's about the relationship. Mm-hmm. and That's the pretty awesome thing about it. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, so if we see also.
1: By uh, the way, hold on for a second. Oh, yeah. The only thing, the only thing I will, the only thing I will rail about i modern Star Trek is, is in Picard where they turned seven, you know, where seven and um, Rafi had to share that moment. To me, I'm like, where's the backstory on that?
0: Exactly.
1: That's it. You know, they've done it so well with Stamets and Doc when They did it so well with Adira and, you know, her lover or his lover – why didn't you tell that story with Rafi and seven? I wish they would have done that. So that's my only complaint that I have about that. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. you know, and that's, that's it, you know? Um, but, you know, we also see one thing we get at, at some point is, you know, we get the uh, ship's computer.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh... Computer.
2: Uh, if you saw, and here's how, where I was wondering where this short track played in. It was the short track with, um, Oh, um, I only know him as um, Hardison from Leverage because he's he a great character.
1: Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what short Trek you're talking about. Yeah,
2: and, and you know, we find um, – he called himself Coral in that Star Trek, and Zora mm-hmm. was the name um, when they were on Discovery. They called, Zora was the name. So mm-hmm. they use that same voice to be the, the –
1: Yeah.
2: into to Saru, which ends up being the sphere knowledge. You know, the sphere yeah. knowledge has kind of integrated itself mm-hmm. with Discovery. And so we see the the um, the the dinner does not go well um, no. at all. Um, it goes over like a foreign church. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect when Georgia's there? And, I mean, of course, we,
1: we see just well, – Hold on for a second. It wasn't Georgia. It was falling.
2: It, it wasn't. But, like, you know, you, you see Detmer. You see her mental capabilities just fracturing.
1: Oh, know,
2: she's oh, falling apart. She's oh, yeah. downhill real fast. You know, mm-hmm. Culver had tried to talk to her. Earlier, and we see her doing this crazy kind of haiku that's just way out of, inappropriate and out of bounds. Yeah, you know? and it gets everybody all riled up, and everybody kind of is drawing lines. And so Saru has this interesting conversation with the Sphere information. I guess you want to call it discovery, which we can call Zora because we'll call it Zora. We'll call her Zora because we know that in the short trek later on, that's what mm-hmm. she's going to be named. Um, and so, which leads to an interesting fact. At what point do they leave Discovery and they leave Zora? Because we know that has to happen,
1: Mm.
2: because this the you know it happens in the short track.
1: And is that going to be year ten? Maybe,
2: maybe, Mm. yeah, maybe that's year three and going in. Maybe, yeah. So you know that's kind of you know that was interesting. And then we ended up seeing you know, um, (coughs) pardon me, the ship Zora kind of helping out a little bit by having a movie night
1: yeah i did you know, see that yeah
2: with, with the silent movies and everything and mm-hmm. people are just loving it and they mm-hmm. feel me you know, it was like a holodeck type projection where yeah. they fill the room with this movie and people are watching and loving it and uh <coughs> and uh the you know saru's talking and i think it was with culver it was and, with culver yeah and they were like you know hey great choice and he's like this wasn't my thing i have a theory yeah. You know i have a theory that the ship we've protected the ship and now the ship is trying to protect yeah. us yeah. you know which was very interesting um and kind of really tied into the whole short trek thing that we saw later on where we saw zora's love for old earth movies and everything along those oh lines.
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: you know because that was her and coral getting along that yeah. was how they connected um with with her throughout the ship and um you know whereas we see the, you know, she she mentions Buster Keaton um, when she talks to Saru, and then they have a silent movie kind of thing going on for that night to kind of connect everybody, bring everybody back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, we see that aspect as well. Um, and and so that was really neat to kind of see that aspect. And, and you know, I did like to... To, you know Saru was kind of struggling because he was like I'm not Pike I'm not anybody else and Tilly reminds him that he's his own own thing exactly and, and he and so he 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 recognizes that and then you know Detmer finally gets help from you know Colwer and show yeah. you know everything kind of comes together yeah. and um it's is very neat um you know thing and i liked how uh the um, symbiote Tau accepted Adria, and so now they can kind yeah. of communicate. And uh, said, "Hey, Starfleet Admiral Symbiote was who it was, and mm-hmm. she can talk to the past names, and she knows where they are. Exactly. Uh, you know, and at the same time, even the people who were upset about her being joined are now like impressed, happy. Yeah, they're and happy. They're like, okay, this is cool. Well, at least now we know that we can do this." And we can continue our legacy because that was exactly that. Um, a lot of the trills don't have suitable hosts, and so now that we know we can use people other than Trill, then you know that's a good thing, yeah. So so now we know that, um, that they know they can go to where Starfleet is, they know we're going exactly five that they're heading to Starfleet, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And that is interesting mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, that's, uh, that's something that I think yeah. we've been wanting and we're, it's yeah. taken five episodes to, all right, what's the deal with Starfleet, you know? And of course, what's Starfleet going to be like when Discovery shows up?
1: That's what I'm wondering.
2: Yeah. It
1: is, are there going to be ships there? And they kind of tie it with like the preview And you look at the preview, you're like, oh, shit, it's going to be like off the chain because Discovery has to prove to this new Starfleet that they're worth it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. But that's going to be in the next episode. (laughs) In two two weeks where we discuss episodes five and six that's six. right
2: five and six five we're gonna and six. we're gonna get those out and we're gonna get that done in two weeks we're yes. gonna talk about it to digest and get it really kind of in the box mm-hmm. and figure it out and uh you know uh so triple d what do you think about these last two episodes how how do you feel about them?
1: i feel great i think discovery is basically it is full speed ahead warp factor eight let's go let's do this i am so excited to see episodes, the next episode, episode five, and then six. I am just chopping at the bit. I am also chopping at the bit that when they release the Pike series as well, because I know that's coming down the line along with Picard. So I am excited. I am ready. Let's do this. I'm marking out huge. It's a good this. time to be a Trek fan. Really is. There's great time so, to be a Trek fan.
2: So much going on. I mean, mm-hmm. Discovery kind of got a bad rap the first couple of uh, seasons. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. they really found their footing. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people say it feels like Legacy Trek um, when they when they're watching this season. That it's really been connecting real well with mm-hmm. the fans. Yeah. Um, you know, they've told a great story so oh, far. Oh, right? a great story. Yeah, they so, have. I mean, I think, I think originally when we kind of talked about our predictions, I might have shit on it a little bit because it felt like Andromeda, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't get that feel at all. It feels, you know, it's a similar concept, but it's not executed the same way, and I'm enjoying it immensely. And yeah. I look forward to next week. They've had some great actors pop up. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the guy who I think is the Admiral they're going to talk to, the, the Egyptian-looking guy, he was in The Mummy. You know, he played, you know, uh, Brendan Fraser, the guy mm-hmm. that they became friends or whatever oh yeah,
1: yeah 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 yeah
2: same guy and i'm looking forward to that he's a great actor mm-hmm. um you know just the different people they've had so far to to mm-hmm. play these different characters have been great um and i'm looking forward to see how could discover continues to adapt to this new future mm-hmm. uh, because it is it's it's nothing they've ever anticipated yeah. they they are a thousand years behind technology-wise you know, so how do they catch up technology-wise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, are they going to be able to get quantum torpedoes? Um, because we saw that a quantum torpedo just almost knocked them out. You know, yeah. in the Earth Defense Force fight, you know, they were like, "Okay, we're we're hurt pretty bad already." Mm-hmm. And just that was just one salvo.
1: Well, know? we all know that quantum torpedoes were basically uh, invented to combat the Borg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, sure. what Janeway, that's what Janeway used when she went back to. Destroy the Borg and bring Voyager back to Earth, you know, seven years earlier. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, that's and that's and that's what we're gonna be looking forward to for the next two weeks, watching episodes five and six to see if they did those quantum torpedoes, to see what Starfleet is like, to see what they're gonna do in the future. Yeah. But I think now, uh, We've been talking long enough. We've given the fans quite a bit. And, of course,
2: the sphere sphere information, see what happens. Yes, yes.
1: What's going on in the sphere? But I think it's time now that we give some love to uh, our sponsors. uh, Obviously, uh, Hami Media Group. Of course. The platform that's having – us, you know, guys, check check us out. Check New Force Order for your Star Trek podcast, for your Star Wars podcast. Excuse me, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, give love to the NFO guys there. Greek out, Papadon, Spiro, and the Doc. Also, Suck My Balls podcast, uh, hosted by the greatest producer in the business, MSG. Twelve gauge, How uh, means
2: Shogun, not shotgun. Homing Shogun as a Shogun is Shogun. Shogun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, to uh, Zerto's olive oil for all your great olive oil. Zerto'soliveoil.com. Greek artisan extra virgin olive oil. Obviously, uh, me being Zerto's, you know, it's <laughs> great stuff. Been using it for years, guys. If you guys want to help get in shape and battle the bulge, Zerto's olive oil and Steve Richards Fitness for to get back into shape. Stevie is there. He will help you get through whatever, you know, health element you're battling. He will help you get back into shape. He is the man, the nicest guys on the face of the earth. Guys, support Stevie Richards, support Stevie Richards Fitness. And also Russo's brand and thebrosters.com for all your coffee needs The Russo five-pound bag of coffee, which is excellent coffee, which I have here in my house, which I drink every Sunday morning. So, guys, Russo's brand for great wrestling, great, uh, you know, just content as well, and the home of the Raw Smackdown Review with the great Ben Hamid and Stevie Richards, where they talk for two hours and make Vince...
2: Agreed. It's 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 all good stuff. If you if you don't go visit those, then you're you're dirty gorn. Exactly. You you're are
1: different. you are a fucking gorn. You are no fucking good.
2: Yeah, you're so. no good at all. So you make sure you go visit those. Uh you know, if you like different things on the hobby media, there's the conspiracy horseman, there's mm-hmm. wrestling, there's all kinds of different yeah. shows. Uh you know, they they just you know had the new uh, war on morons podcast yeah. on the six star review. Awesome. Congrats to them. Glad to have yeah. you on the, the platform with us. Welcome. Um, we, we look, I look forward to listening to it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very unique and different podcasts. So definitely check that out. Um, mm-hmm. So there's lots of different things to check out. Contact us. If you, we want to hear from you, we want exactly. to hear, maybe yes. you find a new story that you want to hear about. Um, yeah. Maybe you have your favorite. You, you want to ask a question like, who do you think, would have worked the best across the multi different um you know uh, series of of uh, star trek who what character would have worked in all of them um you know we can't say riker cuz they forced him into enterprise and killed that last episode
1: which
2: you know but
1: riker you're out son yeah, motherfucker you're out.
2: You're gone. You and, go. and, of course, Father automatically goes to two, so, you know, and mm-hmm. does a great job with it because he's Worf. You're not going to tell a Klingon no. So, um, but maybe there's something you want to talk about, discuss, whatever we want to hear from you. Yeah. We want your topics. We want your opinions. We want yeah. – you to, uh, to give us the rub or, or something different. Um, so if you want to hit us up, you can email us the show at the Academy HMD at ya- HMG at yahoo.com. That's the Academy HMG at yahoo.com. You can go to Twitter and hit us up at Academy HMG type in the at symbol Academy HMG. And of course you can go to Facebook and go to the Facebook page. Um, we do lots of memes and fun stuff there. Nice um, so make sure you go check us out on Facebook, mm-hmm. the Academy with triple D and JD on HMG. Cause you know, we like to rhyme and be clever like that. <laughs> so, you know uh, so we just make sure you check us out. Yeah, um, sure. You know, as a, for a personal note, my, as I said earlier, um, our agency's one only to only fundraiser of the year is Tuesday um, uh, on November 10th. Uh, if you wanna go, you can go to freedomhousepc.org and check out the Garden Safari page and go look at um, what it is we do. And if you feel like donating, you can. If you wanna to go to the online auction and uh, you can click on that page and go to the online auction and see some of the items we have. Um, and you can bid on them. Um, you know, We might have to figure out mailing if you live kind of far away. Uh, or if you, so if you don't, you're like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to try to figure out mailing. So how about I just donate? You're more than welcome to donate. Anything you donate, especially that day will help us because it's our only fundraiser of the year. It's our biggest one of the year. Um, We don't do any other fundraising for the year. So it would be great if you could just anything, five bucks would be great. It helps out.
1: Wait a minute. I was looking at some of the auction items and I didn't know you could donate money. So you can. So thank you for telling me that I, I, I definitely do plan on guys. It's a great cause. So if I checked out the auction items, there's a lot of great items on there. And um, if you don't want to bid on any of the auction items, guys, just go donate five bucks. It goes to benefit a great organization. Obviously, if Captain Siskel's boy is uh, working for them, they're not an evil organization. They're not Section 31. They are a great place in Weatherford, Texas that's doing a lot of good to help out people who have been abused. And so guys, please, you know, go there and uh, just help out.
2: Yeah, there's a donate button on the main page. So if you don't even want to go to the Garden Safari, you can go to freedomhousepc.org and just click the donate button. It'll take you to a PayPal thing. You put in the amount you want to donate and hit send and that's it. And we thank you for that and appreciate Mm -hmm. it for that. So, um, you know, not that you couldn't give any time of year. You can give any time of year. But, of course, we've had to. um, Tuesday's our big push. We had to move it from September because of COVID, stupid Mm -hmm. COVID. And, um, and so it's now Tuesday. Um, if you want, you can go to freedom, you can look up freedom house, uh, on Facebook. Uh, if you type the at symbol freedom house PC, that should come up as our page. And on Tuesday, we're going to be live. So you can watch, um, you can meet our executive director and some of our board members, and we're going to be kind of going over some of the auction items and just kind of hearing our story a little bit. We're going to have some, uh, some, uh, we don't call them victims. We call them survivors. Um, We have people who are thriving now in the community who benefited from um, Freedom House of Services. So we're going to have some people there sharing their story. It'll be a great time. That'll be at 7 on Facebook Live um, at the Freedom House page. So make sure you're checking that out on Tuesday uh, Tuesday the 10th at 7. We'll be live on Facebook for about 20 to 30 minutes. Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: So guys, check it out. Guys, you can find... Uh, obviously John they can find you at Min on Twitter uh, John Enright on Facebook guys you can find me Dimitri Zerdos on Facebook I haven't I'm not, I haven't been on Facebook lately because I'm trying to avoid all the bullshit that's going on uh, politics and everything else but you can find me on Facebook Dimitri Zerdos Twitter Greek EZ 25 and uh, guys I think that's about it we're going to wrap it up uh, yeah As I would say, uh, uh, John, uh, take us out. Warp Factor 3. And to everybody out there in Star Trek land, in the internet land, in podcast land, in everyone's land, live long and prosper. Peace out.
0: interested in joining our elite roster of sponsors from now through the end of the year homie media group is offering special rates as we continue our exponential growth as we expect to hit 3 million downloads in the first half of 2021 giving you the absolute best value for you to advertise your company brand product service or podcast we encourage you to reach out at homie at gmail.com and ask us how we can give the homie media bump
2: to you